This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 215 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, we're going to dive into revenue planning. Now, I want you to stick with me through this because I know for a lot of you looking at your business and trying to actually look ahead to the revenue that could be coming in can be something that seems a little tedious or out of your wheelhouse, but I'm going to break it down and make it as easy as possible. Now, what I want you to also make sure that you do is grab my revenue planning worksheet. It's going to walk you through all of the different things that we're going to talk about. It's a complete guide that is going to make it so much easier for you to be able to focus on creating that revenue and looking towards what you can do in 2021. Now, In order to get that guide, we're going to link to it in the show notes, but I want to make it super easy for you. So I want you to head over to Instagram to go to your DMs at Jenny underscore Melrose and send me a DM that just simply says revenue guide. That's all you have to do. You don't even have to say, hey, if you don't want to. I'm fine with that. So head over to Instagram, send me a DM at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will make sure to send you the link so that you can get your revenue planning guide and start really looking towards 2021 and the revenue that can be coming in for your business. Now, before we get into the nitty gritty of all this, I want to make sure that we talk about why revenue planning, right? We're... biggest thing that you constantly hear me talking about is the fact that you need to think of yourself as a business. Once you start treating yourself like a business, that's when it actually happens. It's because you're manifesting, you're putting it out there that, hey, I'm a business. I expect revenue to come in. I know I'm going to have expenses as well, but this is the revenue that I plan on seeing from month to month so that I can get an idea of what I can expect to see for 2021. Now, some of this is going to be written with the idea of goal revenue in mind, okay? So it's not I'm not looking for you to have exact numbers. I'm looking you for you to put some sort of emphasis on what you've done in the past and use that as evidence for how you are basing these numbers. But it doesn't have to be the end all be all. This is what you ideally would like to be able to see knowing what your previous revenue was month to month over the past year in 2020. Even 2019 or 2018, if you can go back that far, use that data to help you figure this out. The reason that we do this is so that you can have expectations for yourself. There is so much research out there showing that when you set a goal, you're that much more likely to actually hit it rather than just arbitrarily doing what you do from day to day. In previous episodes, you heard me talking about the episode of how I became very complacent over 2020, and it wasn't even COVID related. It was just where I was emotionally within my business, as well as with the family things that I had going on in the everyday real life. And that wasn't even including COVID. I know 2020 was a rough year for everybody. We had a lot that we had to overcome. But here's the thing. You overcame it. You survived it. You figured it out and you continued to move forward. So let's look to 2021 with vaccines rolling out, with things looking up with expectations of how we can actually set some revenue goals for our businesses. So 
The reason truly behind this is so that you do have an expectation for yourself as a business to be able to have an idea of where you are going to go. So how do we actually develop a revenue planning strategy? Well, the first thing that we need to make sure that we do is we want to have some numbers to base this off of. So if you haven't been keeping very good track of your revenue in the past, in 2020, 2019, however long you've had your business for, I want you to go into your bank account and look, you should be able to see when money has come in, whether it's coming in from sponsored post, affiliate advertising, or if it's coming in from ad revenue or products. You want to actually mark down the different revenue streams that you have each month so that you can look at those revenue streams, have an idea of what they brought in total, and then be able to look from month to month when did things kind of dip or go up. For example, we know always typically that when it comes to ad revenue, it dips January, February. RPMs usually bottom out. And that's where we normally will see a decrease as well in page views, especially coming from quarter four. So if we have that data in front of us to kind of be able to see what it has done in the past, then we have a better idea of what it could look like going forward. This is the same thing for sponsored posts. If you typically do a ton of sponsored content or not even a ton, but do sponsored content, you know what months you've typically seen a decent amount of sponsored revenue coming in and what that looks like. Now, we know that 2020, we saw a ton of brands and sponsorships kind of dry up. And I have been saying over and over again, 2021, we are going to see a ton of brands putting money into influencer marketing. And they're primarily putting a lot of it into Instagram. That's where they are looking to see 79% of brands are saying that that's the platform that they are looking to put influencer marketing dollars behind with Facebook and YouTube coming up at like 46 and 36% of what they're actually looking to put revenue into. So knowing this moving forward, we can kind of look and see, okay, if that is where they are typically putting it, I've grown my Instagram account since last year when I was able to do sponsorships. So now maybe I'm able to charge more and be able to get put together a better package proposal for them so that I can see how I'm going to be able to hit the revenue goals that I am putting down for myself. Now, so if you are kind of struggling with exactly what is a revenue goal, one of the biggest things I talked about it quickly in the beginning is goal setting. Setting it up so that you have smart goals in mind with a specific number in mind that is going to happen based upon the strategies, the projects, the tasks that you are going to put into place. Now, if you're not really clear on goal setting, I want you to go back to episode 53 and 54. We talked about goal setting, how to actually do it, what it should look like. And then we also broke down smart goals so that you can really have a better understanding of, okay, if I'm setting a goal that I'm going to bring in um, $10,000 in influencer sponsorships for the year of 2021, then I need to be able to break that down month by month, what that would, could possibly look like. But then what are the tasks and projects that I need to do if I only made 
5000 in sponsorships the year before. So it's really trying to look at, okay, this is the goal that I'm setting for myself revenue-wise. I'm planning that I want to hit this goal of revenue. Now, what are the tasks that I need to do in order to do that? Then when we look at those tasks, you have to think about, okay, this is great. I said I want to do 10000 I did 5000 the year before. So how can I make that happen? Well, one, you may need to pitch more often. Maybe you weren't pitching. Maybe you were just waiting for the brands to come to you. Two, maybe you need to grow your engagement on your accounts and continue to grow your following, whether that's page views, whether that's um, followers on Instagram and your different social media platforms. So if we're looking at that, what tasks are going to do that? So let's take, for example, Instagram. If we're talking about wanting to grow our engagement and our following, what tasks do I need to be doing? Well, you've heard over the last couple month in the beginning in January, us talking a lot about Instagram Reels. Well, it's helping the algorithm. So maybe part of your strategy, the tasks that need to get done, are you need to start creating Instagram real content because Instagram is weighing those heavier in the algorithm. And they're growing people's followings tremendously as well as increasing their engagement. Now, if Instagram Reels isn't where you're looking to put your time in because maybe that's just something that scares you or not quite ready for that, that can be a bigger task that you walk into. Maybe you just start off with Instagram Stories and engaging there. There's tons of content about Instagram Stories on this podcast. If you scroll back through some of the older episodes, I've talked about Instagram Stories constantly. But those are the tasks that you would then want to determine how are these tasks going to get me that much closer to the engagement, the following that I want so I can charge this much and be able to double my sponsorship revenue for 2021. Now, the great thing about this is I know that this episode obviously is coming out the last week in February. We didn't start off with January. We're through February already. You can do this quarterly. Go back and look at your numbers. Are you hitting your target revenue goals that you set for yourselves? And if not, what do you need to do differently in order to make sure that that happens? The important part to understand that when it comes to revenue planning is it's great to put these numbers together and say, okay, I did um, 5,000 the previous year. I'm going to do 10,000 now in sponsorships. I did 20,000 last year on um, ad money. Now I want to do 25,000. Well, that's great. But you have to be able to figure out the tasks and projects that are then going to get you to those revenue goals. This is especially true if you're looking at products. If products is part of how you have diversified your revenue streams, first of all, heck yes, we need to, uh, to all have our own product or service that we're offering. We cannot be always relying on outside agencies like sponsorships, brands, and ads and affiliates. So if you created your own product or service, how are you going to be able to increase that revenue? And directly to connect it to that is going to be your email subscribers. How many people do you have on your list? So if your list is what needs to grow, then what tasks do you need to be doing in order to grow that list? Constantly have people saying to me, oh, I want to do sell this many courses and I want to have this much revenue for my membership site. Well, that's all well and good. What are you doing task-wise in order to make that happen? So truly going and breaking it down towards that. So if your email list is connected clearly to your revenue that's going to come in from your products, how are you going to grow that email list? Are you going to do 
an email swap with someone else that has a similar audience? Are you going to make sure that you're talking about it in your Instagram stories and using polls in order to drive people to that opt-in? Do you have an opt-in that is converting? These are all the things that you need to know. You need to be able to do a higher higher reaching goal and then work backwards to make sure that you are hitting those revenue goals and working towards it. So if you haven't done the backwards work, that's where you're going to have issues. It's great to revenue plan, but you have to have a system. You have to have strategies in place to make sure that you are going to be able to hit them. And That's how you're going to make sure that you have improved your revenue is to look at what did you do the previous year? What were some of the strategies that you would put in place? Maybe you were focusing on growing your Instagram following, but you were just focusing on commenting and liking other people's photos to grow grow your numbers. Or even worse, maybe you were just doing silly engagement pods and growing, doing a follow for a follow. We know that those strategies don't work to grow an engaged following. They sure they hype up your numbers and make it look like you have so many followers. But if they're not engaging with you, and they're not there for the reasons to actually interact and possibly purchase your products, then you're wasting your time and energy to grow those numbers with nothing in mind. Everything when you were running your business should be tied to revenue. So if you're going to grow your following, you need to make sure you grow in a following that is going to purchase, that is going to click, that is going to want to hear from you. Not just someone in an engagement pod that says, oh, yeah, I'm going to comment on your stuff because you're commenting on my stuff. I really don't care what your stuff is. I'm just commenting because I have to comment. We all know those. Let's stop having the same people in our niche always interacting with us because those aren't your ICAs. Those aren't your people. That's not your audience. Those are friends and other bloggers and influencers that are just creating these numbers that when it comes down to it, don't matter. A brand is not going to care that you have this pseudo engagement from engagement pods. They can see that. They're not stupid. And you certainly are not going to be able to sell any products or services with that pseudo engagement because those people are not looking to buy your products or services. They're looking to comment on your post and be done with it so that they can get this pseudo engagement on their own content. So keep that in mind when you are putting together tasks that are going to drive your business forward, that everything is connected to it. So you're starting off with that revenue goal of looking back at older numbers, being able to then say, okay, this is where I'd like to be. I'd like to increase it this much. Now, what projects and tasks are going to go into getting me to that revenue goal, getting me to improve the revenue that I brought in from the year before? And you have to really look at what it was that you were doing previously. Like I said, was it engagement pods? Was it just liking and commenting? Well, now how about you create some stories? How about you create some great content that people are going to engage with and then feel connected with you and probably buy your products or services? So, As you're going through, again, I want you to make sure that you grab the workbook because the workbook is going to walk you through exactly what I've talked about. It's going to take you from starting at these numbers from previous numbers from 2020, 2019, 2018, however far back you can go, and then moving forward to then figure out, okay, if I'm going to hit these goals for 2021 revenue-wise, what am I going to do project and task-wise? And I'm going to even give you specific examples in there that you can use like I did with the growing your email list. If you have a product or service, 
you're looking to sell that, you need to be growing that list. You cannot solely rely on Instagram or Facebook or any other platform. Your per, your main purpose needs to be to grow that list so that they will purchase with t- within time that product or service that you are offering. So go to Instagram, um, go to your DMs at Jenny underscore Melrose, send me a DM and I will make sure to send you that revenue guide. Just type in as a DM revenue guide. Don't even have to say hi, like I said before. I want to make sure that you grab that. It is also going to be linked for you in the show notes. For So if for some reason you can't hop over to Instagram, um, you have an issue there, just hop over to the show notes. It's going to be right there in the post so that you can make sure that you grab your revenue planning workbook that is going to walk you through all of the different things that I talked about today. I appreciate you guys so much for taking the time to listen in. As always, if you would leave me a review on your on iTunes, if you've never done that or your favorite podcasting app, I would appreciate that. It helps me, for one, to know who is listening and what you are taking away from the episode. But two, it helps me get great guests. We've had some amazing guests over the past three months, especially during COVID when things were so crazy. And the first thing that a guest will look at is the number of reviews and the type of reviews that a podcast has. So by you guys filling that out, it helps me to move forward with the great guests that I'm able to bring to you. All right, you guys, I will see you all next time. 